Hello, and welcome back, everybody, to the Just One More Level podcast. I am your co-host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, John. And today we are playing a few different things because it is Halloween. Well, not literally like Halloween when Halloween. we're recording it, but it will be Halloween very, very shortly whenever this goes up. Yep. So um, how this is going to work, we're going to play a few different games, or have played, because I always screw that up, a few All different right. games. We played uh, Phasmophobia, Resident Evil, Ghosts and Goblins, and then this little tiny indie game, Structural, which I think is the one I was most excited for, believe it or not. Um, so we played them. We have thoughts of them, about them, of them, whatever, and we're going to talk about them. So it's just the same normal podcast that we normally do, except we're going to talk about a few different things. And of course, they're all kind of spooky themed, right? Spooky. They all have some semblance of, of horror or um, thriller or whatever to them. Um, right. so of course, if you're watching here on Twitch, we're going to have some footage for you guys to watch. We're going to take a little break in between each one, and then we're going to cut it all together for the YouTubes and the podcast, the podcast proper. So, um, sit back, enjoy, and, uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Yes. So Jonathan. Yes. The first game. Yes. What was the first game, sir? The first game was Phasmophobia. All the rage right That is right. right. It really is. It is extremely popular. Uh -huh. Um, made by a single guy if i'm not mistaken in the unity engine and it yep. blew up it's like the number one game on steam it was outselling other major titles that have just come out recently uh -huh. it is kind of insane and I'm, I'm really happy for the guy i mean that's amazing right but uh so what is it though tell me a little bit about it what do you do in phasmophobia well in phasmophobia you are a ghost hunter very similar right. to the paranormal investigators that you see on like the discovery channel uh, you know, you, you go to an abandoned house or an abandoned building of some sort, like a high school or a mental asylum, and you investigate a haunt. But right. unlike all of those TV shows, which are definitely fake, the ghost you are investigating is definitely real. And it can be yes. one of <laughs> it can be one of many different types, and it's up to you and your team to gather evidence, and based off of the evidence you gather, you determine which type of haunting you think you're experiencing. Exactly. Yeah, and the, like he said, there's all different types. There's like demons and onis and uh, yuris and mares and uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, oh, poltergeists and poltergeists, just all different kinds of things. Banshees. And banshees, um, wraiths. And you have to use different equipment that you purchase by having successful missions. And the success is kind of determined by finding evidence the, of like tangible evidence that you can record or capture on a camera or something like that. Right. Um, doing your objectives. So things like finding specific pieces of evidence or seeing the ghost with your own eyes, as mm -hmm. well as, of course, discovering correctly, discovering the type of ghost that right. haunted the house. And so those are kind of your goals. You go into the map, you try to figure out what it is, preferably without dying. Um, then you you record it in your logbook, you leave, you get money, and you do it all over again. And then you mm -hmm. just repeat. And it's one to four player, um, which interestingly enough, so the game was really made around kind of playing with a group. Like you said, it's kind of parallels the the ghost hunting shows that you see on Discovery Channel and things like that. Right. So it's really made for that. You have like proximity chat. So if you're next to another player, you hear them in the game proper. You don't have to like use Discord or anything like that to talk. You just hear them in the game. And right. the farther away you get, the farther, like the, the quieter they get. And you hear like echoes and people's voices and things like that. If you're in small rooms, then you have like a walkie talkie to walk over far or talk over far distances. But the ghost can like potentially screw with the walkie talkie and things like that. Right. So it's really interesting in the way that it was made to play in a group. But personally, so I forgot to record any footage for this game. So I really quickly threw together some footage and I was trying to piss off the ghost at one point just so I could show the stream what the ghost looks like. Right. And that was the first time I ever actually got any sort of like goosebumps or creeped out or anything like that. I admit playing with friends. It's so lighthearted to me. It's kind of funny. 
Right. But whenever I was just playing alone in a dark room trying to piss the ghost off, mm-hmm. I admit I got a little I got a little creeped out. Like oh, nothing yeah. major, but a little bit. I I I became majorly creeped out even when playing with friends. Um right. I I I played with you and and Austin and mm-hmm. uh shout out oh, to Optojack. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Optojack. Well, I just I just wasn't I didn't know what to expect. Right. And, and when yeah. when I discovered what was to be expected, I it's it's quite scary. It is it is yes yeah it is effective depending on the setting and situation. Um, and I think it could be it could be very effective at times when you are trying to get something out of the ghost. I right. mean, the big the sure. big gimmick in all of those ghost hunting shows is when the guy makes a big uh, scene when he goes into a room or a place that is supposed to be haunted and he starts mocking the ghost. Right. He goes in there and he's right. like, come on out and move something. Why don't you do something? Right, yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. don't you show us that you're here? And you do that with uh, like certain phrases in uh, this game. You can ask where it is, how old it is, um, what its name is, uh, di- different things like that to try to interact with it to get more activity happening. Um, right. Because depending on the type of thing that you're hunting, uh, it, it doesn't make itself apparent at all times. It depends on yeah. how malicious it's- the entity is. Yeah, some ghosts will come out like right away and try to attack. Some almost refuse to. Right. And then um, there's also like different difficulty levels that, as of now, you don't have a choice in which difficulty you play. It just kind of randomly selects one. Um, which uh-huh. brings me into the fact that this game is early access, so it is still being worked on. There's a lot of things still missing from the game. It's playable, yes. but there's a lot of things like a difficulty setting that's just missing right now. Right. Um, so like when I was trying to get get attacked, for instance, I only had the choice of playing amateur level um even though i've unlocked clear up to intermediate or so so that's probably why i wasn't able to get an attack to happen whereas if you're on the harder modes they tend to be more angry and come out sooner and things like that as well as of course like john said the type of ghost and uh so you have different types of evidence you can collect too so like if you're watching the stream right now you're seeing the uv flashlight which helps you see like fingerprints for instance uh-huh. uh, like on walls or well it's more like handprints on like walls or the ground or, or doors or things like that um, you also have the what's it called emf where it checks for electromagnetic frequencies i think it is or yes. whatever um, and if it gets up to all ghosts put off some but if it gets up to a certain level that's an indicator of specific kinds of ghosts um, right. then like john said you can ask it questions and see if it answers you if it answers you through the spirit box that's more evidence of a certain type of ghost right. um there's a couple other things too that I can't really like the spirit orbs another one um there's there's some other things too that don't necessarily lead you directly to what the ghost is but like the the Ouija board I know right. John you found one in our game together you found a Ouija board and uh-huh. uh, I think it was our first time playing um so you can like click it and ask questions and I think the Ouija board's the coolest uh, of the items even though you can't like yep. bring it with you and use it it's just something you have to find because right. you can ask it specific questions and it'll actually like spell out an answer Right. Whereas with like the spirit box, it just gives you generic answers right. like uh, close or far uh, yeah. to the answer. Like, where are you? And when it's like, what do you want? It'll just say things like kill or attack or things like that. It doesn't right. really give you specific answers. Whereas like with the Ouija board, we were able to get it to tell us exactly what room it was in at one point. At least we right. believe so. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it sped out the word office and then gave a number. Uh, we were right. in the mental asylum, so we were pretty sure that, you know, it was trying to designate the Tell specific us. room it was in or something like that exactly we believe we we ended up failing that mission two of us died john was the only one left alive i didn't die the whole time <laughs> yep yeah he got lucky we played what four yep. games three four games together three he did four, not yeah. die one time i yep. think i died like three times something like that you died so. every time yep 
Yeah. <laughs> so was, it was good. Was it was good. No, no, no. Not every time. I went back no? one time oh, alive. Because um, I know there was one time all three of us went back alive. Oh, um, Aust- I, think, I think Austin died the, the time that he, he might have. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Um, but regardless, not every time. Give me a little bit of credit. Just a little <laughs> bit now. Um, but on the creep factor, Jonathan. So, I mean, this is all like Halloween specials. On a scale of like one to ten, um, compared to the other games. Let's do that. Let's compare it to the other games. Compared we to don't the have other to games. say specifically okay. which ones you thought was creepiest or anything. But like okay. out of like just thinking of the creepiness of the other games we played for the Halloween special and the other games we played here in October, yeah. where would you put this? Like, is it towards the top? Is it in the middle? I would say personally, it's towards the top. Um, really? J- yeah. just, be- just because of the versatility. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like judging the game as a whole, not judging just the experience I had playing with you, because mm-hmm. I also had some experience playing by myself. Um, Amber played a little bit, and I watched her play it after. Right. Um, Amber's his wife, by the way, everybody. Just yeah. After so I got you know, off, like who we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. After after I got off the game, Amber played a little bit of it, and what she experienced was genuinely scary. It was <laughs> like yeah, uh, yeah. She was just on the training mode, but she did yeah. She did a um training mode, and she got a demon. And she was nice, the, she was nice. sitting there with the the spirit box, and she said, "You know, are you an adult? How old are you?" And it said, "Adult." And uh, okay. I I leaned into the microphone and I said, "What do you want?" And it said, "Attack." Yeah, and exactly. Then, yeah, and then and then it just said, "Run," and then it said, "Die," and then Amber <laughs> said, "Where are you?" And it said, "Behind." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, nice, nice." <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I for you know for me personally depending on the situation and uh the kind of environment that you're going to play this game in I would give right. it probably 4 spooky bats out of 5. 4 out of 5? 4 I'm out of 5 spooky a, bats. I'm a little bit more conservative with this one although like I did mention I found it a little spookier whenever I was just playing with myself. And yeah, my first game or two I was a little more creeped out as well, but I think it's because I played it so much with friends. That uh-huh. it became more of just doing the same thing over and over. It became more of a routine. Sure. Um, I still very much enjoy the game, but th- it lost its creep factor until I played it by myself again. I'm going to go like 2.5, just a little bit below average, personally speaking. Well, if, um, I, if I may, what, what, what is a, a terrifying game for you? Something truly I, gripping and scary. See, Do that's the thing. Horror to like me... That? Yeah, I'm not really the type that usually gets like creeped out by like horror games and things. And that's why I specifically said like in the context of the other games that we've played. So there is some like just judging it against these games. As far as like the game that scared me most, I don't know there really is one to tell you the truth that's ever like actually scared me. Really? Um, One of the games we're going to talk about creeped me out the most. One of the games we're going to talk about today definitely creeped me out the most of anything I've ever played that I can think of. Okay. Um, but it's just like horror movies for me. I don't generally get scared in like horror movies either. I mean, there's like jump yeah. scares, right? Where I'll like right. have that sudden moment of yeah. shock or whatever. The the scariest movie I think I've ever seen, like the movie that's creeped me out the most was probably I think it's called like The Sixth Sense or something like that. Where the it's like Sixth the Sense? alien one where it's like quote really? unquote found footage oh, uh, movie. I think you mean uh signs. No, no, if not you're signs. talking about if you're talking about aliens, because Sixth Sense is about ghosts. No, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't signs. Um, yeah, the sixth sense uh, has that little kid. I could see dead people. No, no, it definitely wasn't that one. Then. Yeah. Uh, found footage, alien movies. Yeah, Haley Joel Osment. Quick. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not that one. No, um, well, no, signs has. It's about aliens, and there's a found footage moment where there's an alien that yeah, like, walks no. through an alley. No, and no, everybody. Because signs is the one that they made fun of in Scary Movie um, Three. Yeah, in Scary Movie. Yeah. yeah, no, it definitely wasn't that one. 
I honestly can't remember what it was called. It, I don't think it was a particularly popular movie. It was based off like somewhere in America. I want to say like Alaska or something like that. And it was like a split found footage uh, recreation movie. So like they were doing a reenactment of all of the quote unquote found footage. But then they would show like side by side the reenactment versus the real quote unquote found footage. I don't and, know. Um, I started to have an idea and then you lost me because you said aliens in, in, in Antarctica. And I was like, oh, you watched the thing. Not That's Antarctica. Not, Ant- not, not Antarctica. Oh, okay. In Alaska. Sorry. If in I said Alaska. Antarctica, I meant okay. Alaska. Yeah. Because I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Um, you watch John Carpenter's The Thing. And I was totally no, no, on no. the same page. <laughs> I was like, yes, that is top 10 scariest movies for me <laughs> right <laughs> the fourth kind that's what it was not the sixth fourth, sense, the fourth kind. kind yeah uh, yeah i've heard yeah I've, um, I've heard of it i've seen clips of it yeah uh, anybody so, that doesn't know i'm a i'm a horror movie junkie so yeah i'm all over the yeah, place he, with horror he really movies. is um so yeah that's probably the movie that like creeped me out the most of anything any movie so video game wise i don't really know if i have one like i said the one of the games we're going to talk about would probably be the most for me but um yeah even that was like i got some cold chills got a little creeped out but then like 10 seconds later i just like forgot about it and it was over like right so i don't know right i don't know but uh so did you enjoy your time with the game though i think that's kind of the most important oh, yeah. thing though right did you enjoy Absolutely. it did you have fun with it uh-huh yeah it's probably the um most fun i've had playing a, a party game right for, um right for for a while which is uh honestly kind of new to me you know i um yeah just recently got into the pc gaming thing um just recently got a pc that could uh in general um so going into this this is one of the first games that i played that was kind of like that other than like uh joining online matches with uh like i played an online match for a few hours with uh travis i did uh star wars knights of the old republic or right. st- st- sorry star wars the old republic the mmo um and then uh i've you know jumped in matches of Fortnite. i play minecraft online but i do like a private server so right yeah, yeah. uh th- this was one of the first experiences where i did like a you know two three people gaming with, with friends gaming yeah. with friends online yeah so it, it it's very reminiscent of like uh the old split screen co-op type thing you know sitting right. on the couch yeah but um everybody hopping in a discord server together or in this case using the proximity uh, chat right just having a good time bs and yeah definitely yeah. but hey it's tons of fun and i guess this one doesn't really have levels well it does but I would do just one more match, just one more game, right? Of this yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I, w- sure. I would do just one more ghostly uh, encounter. Sure. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And um, for sure, it's rare that games that spike to popularity like this really deserve all the hype. But I, I think, right. I think we're in a we're in a nice little spot with gaming right now. Because um, yeah, but between this, Among Us, and uh, what's the other one that's bigger now a lot fall of guys? sudden indie hits yeah right. fall guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah a lot um, of sudden indie indie hits and they're they're excellent games all three are. of them that you just yeah. mentioned yes sir mm-hmm. so, um absolutely yeah um i will say just one more thing before we we go for phasmophobia here um mm-hmm. like i did mention it is an early access it's a little simple at the time so if you try it out and you think right. man you know, after like four or five matches, you just kind of get into a routine like I did. One of the things that excites me most is the possibilities for the future, yes. right? He's talking about adding like uh, where you can be the ghost, that sort of mode, or when you die Absolutely. and you become a ghost. Because when you die in this game, you become a ghost and mm-hmm. get to go around like the spirit realm. Um, he's yeah. talking about maybe letting you screw with the people that you're playing with, kind of interact with objects and things. Um, he's adding more sound effects and, and more varied uh, ghost signals, like what kind of ghost it is. And things like that add a lot to the creep factor. So it's getting better. So if you play it now and enjoy right. it, 
just come back in a couple months. It'll be even better. If you play it now yeah. and you don't particularly enjoy it, or you see other people playing it and you're like, eh, whatever, right. check it out again in a few months because this guy's working on it. He's putting out updates and it's getting creepier and creepier, more and more fun as it goes on. So, yeah, and yeah. Um, you never know what kind of DLC could be available for this in the future. It already has very, very slight. It's definitely more akin to ghost hunting shows, but it has some yes. uh, Ghostbusters kind of feeling to it because you get paid for yes. discovering yes. which kind of ghost it is. And, yeah, and then you get to upgrade your well you don't really upgrade the base itself at least not yet maybe that's something else we'll right. in the future, but you, but you, you upgrade you your equipment to, right so who knows there could be some dlc in the future where um you're you're actually working on vanquishing the ghost purging right. the house or getting rid of which it would be really cool something yeah like that. definitely right. but all right yeah i think that's it for phasmophobia unless you have any other parting words uh no i mean i i think this is a really fun experience i encourage everybody to try it out it's pretty cheap it's on steam makes it very nice and accessible so go give it a try right i agree so uh thank you so much for joining us so far we will be back in just a moment if you're watching the podcast it'll be a couple of seconds for everybody else yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. all right thank you guys thank you so we are back with uh our second game here of the halloween special resident evil yeah jonathan you still with us i'm still with you you're sounding a little stuffed up want to make sure you're surviving over there i'm i'm, I'm alive for now they're alive okay for yep. now good good just a couple more games we're almost there we're, we're about a quarter of the way done yeah uh resident <laughs> evil resident evil so you played uh as we were setting up and everything we were bantering a little bit uh we did realize that there was one small difference we didn't communicate clearly enough on the exact mm. version of resident evil we both played i played the director's cut because right. that's the one i have on the playstation mini you played yours on the original playstation the uh the non-director's cut right the just the original cut. like the very first one yep. yeah so, I mean, there may be tiny little differences then just for everybody out there. If there's little things that don't line up with what we're saying, that's probably why. Yeah. Um, that and the fact that there are two different characters that you can play in Resident Evil. Oh, did Which you character play did you play, Jonathan? I, I played as Jill. I played as Chris in both. And uh, I'll tell you. In both versions, the remake. actually. I, yeah, I played as Chris in the remake and Chris in the original because I, I also played the GameCube remake on my Switch. Right. Um, right. And then I played the original when I got home on the PlayStation. And that's, yeah. Yeah. So, and I'll tell you why I played Jill. So, well, first, Resident Evil, if somehow you don't know, is a game all about exploring a area, the first game, a mansion, um, to try to figure out why people are disappearing, why people are dying, um, why things are going on, basically. In the first game, there have been incidences of um, people being found dead in the forest around this mansion. So you are part of an elite task force that has been sent there to figure out what is going on. And you get there, and you're attacked. You lose your helicopter. You go into the mansion, and you very shortly thereafter get split up from your crew and discover that zombies are a thing. The The, the yeah. dead have come back, and they are trying to kill you. And so it's a uh, puzzle survival horror game. So you're going around the mansion trying to find keys and solve puzzles to get deeper and deeper into the mansion to figure out this mystery. Um, and that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Am I missing anything? That's kind of the game in a nutshell, right? Without uh, getting too nutshell, spoiler heavy. Yeah. Um, and may I just say, I played the remake first, uh, the GameCube yes. remake first, and then I went back and played the PlayStation. And I had mm -hmm. no idea that there were full video cutscenes Yes, they yeah, shot the live action. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so they shot him live action. Honestly, I don't think they look too bad. They look pretty decent, in my opinion. But the voice acting. Yeah. No, the voice oh acting. Oh my god! I don't even. Think it is hilariously bad in camera voice <laughs> acting for right. the in camera live action footage. But no, I was just I, so surprised. I did not know there was going to be 
live action cutscene. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, well, that was kind of the whole thing with the PlayStation, right? You could do yeah. f- uh, full motion video. You could do FMVs. That was a huge thing. Right. And one of the only real benefits that it had over the N64 was all that extra storage space allowed you to do things like have full motion video. Yep. Whereas uh, on the N64, it was technically possible, but you had to c- compress the hell out of it because you only had a little tiny cartridge to store right. everything on. Right. So that was one of the, the big benefits of the PlayStation there. And uh, right. yeah, I think the FMVs actually look pretty decent. It's just the voice acting that kills me, man. Oh, kills me. I love it. It's so bad that it's good. Yep. Yep. It, it's it's bad. It's very bad. Yes, uh, it is. Yes, it is. No, but I I enjoy this game, but I have my complaints. <laughs> Yes, yeah, and that that's valid. Uh-huh. Um, so me and you just off uh, on other games before, other podcasts before, and just in person, we've talked a little bit about some of our struggles with this game. Uh, before we get into too much detail, can I just ask, did you enjoy the the gameplay of this one better or about the same as the remake? See, that's that's hard to say because yeah. there's things about this one that I enjoy more yes. than the other one and vice versa. Okay, um, so let's talk about it a little bit then, okay. why don't we? What yeah. uh, what are some of your gripes okay. about uh, either version? And just, uh, yeah, let's go from there. So my gripes is I feel like it takes a long time to do anything. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, so I, I, that, that's, it's a, that, that's, that's a very small gripe with me because, like I've said before, I always like to put myself in the mind of somebody who's playing this game for the first time when it came out. And right. yeah. if I was back in 1996 or 19. 19- eight whenever the director's cut came out if i was back then then i would be uh very impressed um mm-hmm. because all of the background graphics look great they're all baked. yes you know they're all pre-done they built the set and then they shot it so right. um all of the background graphics look great and it has full motion video you know a lot of very impressive things happening for a video and yes. the content in general um up until this point content in a game wasn't that mature generally speaking um right. it, it started to get there in the early 90s with uh, like certain fighting games especially like mortal Kombat and things um right but, but it like uh, on that same sense though if i don't if you don't mind me interjecting just real quick from a storytelling perspective uh-huh. the playstation is where storytelling really blew up as well because they had all that extra space to build these grand set pieces right and to flesh out these worlds so uh, from sorry. that sort of perspective as well like you get the storytelling i'm just i'm sorry you get eight inventory spaces with jill yeah well and that's one of the benefits i was going to talk about we got kind of sidetracked that's one of the reasons why i decided to play with jill she has more inventory slots and doesn't Uh need as many keys as chris so she's just the more fun character to play overall in my opinion (laughs) ridiculous uh, it's kind of ridiculous yeah they should have put jill as the first choice and chris as the second choice in my opinion yeah because wow if i'm not mistaken jill has a little bit less health and i think she might move a tiny bit slower but she's the easier character in my opinion because of having less inventory space and needing less key items but um so is jill sorry is jill a two hits in your dead or a three hits in your dead I think it's still three hits and dead, but as you progress through the game, there's stronger enemies and things like oh, that. So you have to deal with like varying levels of uh, damage and whatnot. But um, th- so the point I was trying to make though, real quick is uh, they're just like older games didn't really have stories so much, uh-huh. whereas they really tried to make this. They tried to give a story, right? They tried to tell a story with this game here. Um, I don't think they expected it to go as far as it did with all of the sequels that it has and becoming this whole universe of games. 
but they were telling a story, which is, I mean, you think back to games before it, um, I don't really know that many zombie games on like the SNES and NES and things like that. The only one coming to mind is like Zombies Ate My Neighbor, right. which I mean, has nowhere close to the story of something like this, you know, where you think of like your Mario's and the story is just your princess is missing, go find her. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas this has, you know, full motion cutscenes and just regular cutscenes and story elements and hidden lore. And yeah, yeah, right. it's uh, at the time I can it would have been amazing. Right. right. And I'm yeah. sure that's why it did as well as it did. Right. Obviously, huge franchise now. Right. Um, but yeah. So gripes move slowly. Yeah. Move slowly. Um, the the tank controls take some getting used to, but they do. Um, they do. I, I imagine for the time, you know, this was. This was brand new, as far as anybody knew back then. Tank controls were... Right. That, that's how you do a 3D game. There weren't too many 3D well, games to compare it. The, the original PlayStation didn't have dual analog sticks. It didn't have exactly. any analog sticks. Right. So the only way to move the character around was with the D-pad. Right. Um. So they had two choices where you just move whichever direction you push, or you use left, right to turn, and then use forward, back to move. Right. Um, and they chose forward, back to move. Yeah, g- given the limitations, that makes the most sense. Especially since it's right. fixed camera. That makes the most Yes, sense. yeah, fixed camera and the fact that it's a shooter, so you have to have like fine control over which direction you're aiming at things. Right. Um, yeah, I don't think they could have done anything better on the original PlayStation, right. in my opinion. Yeah. So, um, that, that yeah, that's that's a small one. Um, the, uh, the other thing is still, even with eight slots, the inventory is a little fresh only because I, only yeah. because like uh, and it, it's better with Jill. I admit eight slots would probably be just about what I need. Um, but with right. Chris, Chris has six slots and I did not yes. know that Jill was going to have more. And yes. <laughs> um, in the newer Resident Evil games, you get inventory upgrade. But I have yet to see an inventory upgrade in this game. And I don't you only get. Exists. You only get an inventory upgrade in Resident Evil 2, if I'm not mistaken. I don't okay. think there is one in one, unless it's something that they added specifically for the Switch version. Because okay. um, I beat Resident Evil 1 Remake on GameCube twice. Okay. Once with Chris and once with Jill. And right. as far as I remember, there were no upgrades there at all. There were no upgrades for inventory. Yeah. Well, then there now, there is a number two. PS1. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> um, there, so, is, there is a number two, but right. I don't think there is a number one at all. Yeah. So without an inventory upgrade and with Chris only having six slots, it is very. It can be very tedious work, depending on yes. the type of puzzle that you're doing, because you right. come to a thing that you can pick up, but you're not able because you're already carrying a key and right. a gun and ammo and health, <laughs> and which kind of puts this in a weird position where yeah, I have beaten this game so many times at this point that like I, it's weird. I enjoy it more now. Right. Than I did the first couple times I played it, which is okay. not how games usually work for me. Right. Usually my first time playing, maybe second is the most enjoyable. Sure. And then it kind of gets repetitive. Yeah. But I find the gameplay very satisfying. I, the, I the enjoy progressively it. unlocking more and more areas and all that. Yes. I enjoy it more. But my first well. time. Yeah. But my first time through, I played Chris as well. At least my first time in recent memory. I played Chris as well. And I got so frustrated for the first like four hours trying to figure out where everything goes and how to do all the puzzles and constantly being out of inventory space, etc. Right. It was so frustrating. Right. But now that I kind of know where what items are needed where and what items I can leave, like I, I know now that there's no point in keel- carrying around a bunch of healing items. You can carry around one full heal and that's all you need. Right. You don't need to carry around any other healing item. Right. Um, I know now that it's pointless to carry around save ribbons because... 
uh, like 99% of the time, nine times out of 10, whenever there's a new typewriter that you haven't seen before, right? it's going a... to also give you save ribbons at the same location or very close to that same location. Right. Or the typewriter is going to be right next to a storage box. So you can just pull out your old ink ribbons. Right. So I yeah. know there's no point in carrying that around. I know there's no point in carrying around multiple guns now. You can uh, you only really need to carry around one gun. And depending what character you're playing and what part of the game you're at, it will determine what kind of gun you should carry around. Yeah. Um, so really, at this point, you only need three inventory slots at pretty much all time right. um, used up. And then um, that gives you three to pick up your You can walk uh, past that items. guy? Uh, only whenever you pick something up or only the first time you go past him. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure no matter what, he will attack you whenever you go back past him. But okay. I'm not positive. I could have just made I, a mistake Oh, there. I was about to get livid. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was because, um, because it, it was, it was very, it was very difficult for me, um, starting for out. For everybody at home on stream, um, and in the YouTube video, <laughs> there is a, uh, a zombie that I had just walked past on the ground, but then yes. it got attacked by whenever I came back the other direction. Yes. Yes. And... <laughs> Oh, I, how did you go through that door? I'm sorry. I'm commenting on the video and I should be talking about stuff because I, I wasn't able to do that when I was playing. Okay. So anyway, um, uh, cause so there's, uh, that's, well, that actually, that's, doors. yeah, that's what I was going to say. There's uh, actually, that's one good thing to bring up right. is Jill on, on top of having more inventory space. She has a lock pick kit, whereas Chris has a lighter. Now, the right. lighter is a key item that you only need like two times in the entire game. Right. The lockpick unlocks, I want to say, about five doors, give or take. Wow. Um, and you have to find keys to unlock those doors. Uh-huh. Of course, with Jill, since you have the lockpick, you don't have to find those keys. So that's less key items you have to find. And um, uh, just easier because whenever you find a door, you can just open it right away. Not all of them, of course. You still have to find like the armor key the uh the the shield key those ones it's just the ones that are labeled old keys that you don't have to find anymore well Um, so more inventory space and less key items makes jill a lot easier which is why i think jill should have been the the first pick the main character instead of chris because she's just the easier character to play through as and in my opinion the more enjoyable one right okay so back on topic (laughs) yeah other than being frustrated um yeah so those were the biggest frustrations that i had was the uh the the inventory complaint because the game the game wants you to pick up multiple things at a time to do a puzzle like for instance right. you'll need um to get a stronger healing thing you you need to pick up two herbs and then combine mm-hmm. them so yep, you, yep. you you'll need to combine the herbs and then to um uh to unlock certain puzzles you'll need more than one piece of something like i remember mm-hmm. there being like a uh i don't know if it was a gargoyle or a lion or something like that hidden in one of the side rooms. Uh, this was on yeah. the GameCube version. I got a lot farther in that version just because I had time to kill. There, that's also in this version. Okay. So, yeah, there, that's yeah, fun. There, there was like a thing. The you puzzle's needed... slightly different, but same idea. Yeah, you needed to put two uh, gems in this thing's eye. Yes, one in each eye. Right, and then it would it would rotate in two different directions to give you some kind of upgrade, you know, or item. Some kind of clip or whatever. Um, and I just wanted to carry, like, more... <laughs> two things on me at the same time in order to to complete that puzzle but i i could because i right. had because i had picked up other things on the way so and that's like... actually one of the things that i think the original game did a lot better than the remake yeah in my opinion and maybe maybe i'm a little bit biased because i had beaten the remake recently okay. um so i had a little bit more information going into the original here uh-huh. um but i noticed with both resident evil one and two the layout was more 
streamlined. So whenever you yeah. picked up something, you were generally going to use it relatively soon. Not yeah. all the time, but most of the time. Right. Whereas in the remake, things were very spread out. I feel like there was a lot more running around in circles. Okay. So at least I had a lot of trouble in the remake with what you're talking about, where my inventory was always full. Yeah. Um, and then I'd feel like there were more key items that I had to pick up and I couldn't get everything. Um, right. Or I had to make like multiple trips to the same room over and over again. Right. But I didn't really have that problem with the with the original, in gotcha. my personal opinion. Okay. Um, now, again, I, I beat it a long time ago, but I don't remember how easy of a time I had doing it. And then I didn't play it again until after I played the remake. Okay. So it could be just because I, I had played the remake directly before coming to the game or beaten the remake twice. Right. That. Yeah. But uh, and, yeah. And that's that's how I felt. Uh, I'm seeing you're picking up the shotgun there. No, I'm actually this. just putting it back. I was telling my stream because I stream this game. So I was telling everybody, like, if you try to pick up that shotgun, you will be killed. Um, yep. So you actually have to leave that shotgun there for the time being. Yes. That's how um, you find the, the broken yeah. shotgun to swap it. Yes. With. Yeah. So that's a perfect example of like one of the little puzzles. The puzzles mm -hmm. usually aren't too complicated. Most of the time, it's just grab an item and slot it into this other space. Uh -huh. um, nine times out of the ten, that's that's all it really takes to do the puzzles. There are some that are a little bit more complicated. I would talk more in depth about what they are, but the problem is I don't know which ones are in this game and which ones that are in the remake. And yes. I only played about an hour, hour and a half of the original for the podcast, whereas I beat the remake twice. Right. So I'm not positive which ones are which, but there are some more complicated puzzles. There are some more involved puzzles um, right. as well. Everything's not that simple. No. Um, to do. Yeah. And uh, well, this is this is quite different. The lighting on 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 the director's cut is quite different from the one that I played. Oh, is it really? See, it that's, is. That's cool. Yeah. That's an interesting this, little this, difference. This then. lighting scheme right here is a, it's a lot more warm. And hmm. uh, you 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 went through kind of a different route to get there too. Um, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, so there are little differences between the director's cut and the original. At the end of the day, they're the same game. But like John mentioned, apparently there's lighting differences and things like that. I didn't actually know that. But uh, uh, I know puzzles are laid out a little bit differently. And uh, like I think some of the sound effects and music were redone as well as enemy placements were redone. But story-wise, it's as far as I'm aware, it's exactly the same game between the two. Yeah. So moving on to the good thing. <laughs> yes. Um, it's, instead of just complaining about Resident Evil and my right. <laughs> inability to play it very well um i i find it to be still quite uh tense and and, and scary at times even right. though even though it's old and by comparison we have far scarier games now i yes. still yes I, definitely I, I still find it to be just a little bit tense um yeah because you you don't know if something's going to pop out at you from around the corner sometimes uh the enemy battles can be a little um unnerving because oh for sure yeah. yeah because you can uh like uh depending on the monster that you're fighting um so far even in the remake i've only gotten zombies and dogs um although i discovered plants uh which yes. i'm not a fan of <laughs> yeah. um, some creepy vines there's a room with creepy vines where you have to oh put uh, some kind of chemical uh like plant killer yeah another one of the little puzzles little yeah puzzles. you find some herbicide and you load it into a bath of water that's feeding uh, a plant yeah. that has somehow been mutated right. to kill the plant so you can get past it to get a key item yeah yeah, yeah. um so i i wasn't a huge fan of that but right <laughs> uh, effective especially for me um because right. of my yeah. that's a my very specific phobia. thing though yeah, yeah that's very specific to you i think that's most very specific people... to me yeah yeah um um but yeah, but the it, game in whole, like it does have its it, its enemy design. I think was done very well, especially again yeah. thinking like at the time 
And it's very similar in a lot of ways, of course, to another game we just recently played, Silent Hill. Silent Hill. And the, like, uh, the atmosphere that they're trying to build. Um, and very similar as well in the whole, like, resources are limited. Be careful what you decide to use when sort of deal, right? Yeah. There's a lot of enemies that it's better to just kind of run past than it is to actually try and fight or kill them. And that was something that was compounded in the remake that I actually didn't like. Because in yes. the remake, whenever you kill a zombie, they have, after a certain amount of time, they'll come back to life as another type of zombie, uh -huh. which in my opinion was a bad game design choice. In this game, once you kill an enemy, they're dead. They're dead. They yeah. don't come back. They're dead as long as you actually kill them, um, I, which uh, I am very thankful for. <laughs> something I actually really liked uh, about playing the original version versus the remake. Uh, yes. In, in the remake, I was just offered so many like rounds of ammo and healing items and different things like that i didn't have to strategically think about how i was going to get around this situation and survive right um which is probably because of what i just said the fact that they had yeah. zombies come back to life they probably added all that extra ammo so you had a way of dealing with it yeah yeah and uh i, I of course i also i also played on easy difficulty oh yeah no that um, helps a lot yeah. actually that yeah that helps a lot and i did not know um, I wasn't given a difficulty option and on uh when I Yeah, I don't think the original did. Yeah. I don't think the original did. The director's cut does, but I don't yes. think the original had the difficulty slider either. At least no. not on your first playthrough. After okay. you beat it, you may unlock like a harder difficulty mode, which okay. is something that happens in the remake, and I believe the director's cut as well. But I actually but, uh, I actually enjoyed um in, in the, the first game saying like, Okay, so I don't have to go upstairs and push the statue off the ledge to get the blue gem just yet right because i don't yes. have any use for yeah. it so instead right. what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna go up through that door on the right and then i'm gonna go through that room that we're in right now on video and yeah. i'm gonna go down the stairs and into the safe room because i know where that safe room is because i play in the remake so right i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get to that safe room i know there's gonna be a box in i need a box to get ammo because i'm running out so right let's 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 do that and see if i can run past the zombie and then after dying a few times i'm like Okay, I can't get past the zombie at the bottom of the stairs, so I need to run past the zombies upstairs and get to the body, the the zombie downstairs and kill him in order to make it to the safe room. You know what I mean? I had right, to like I right, had to plan yeah. I had to plan my route and decide who I was gonna kill in order. Which to Which is get why I think this game is so much better on your second playthrough than your first, because you right. have the ability of doing that. Uh huh. And that's what I really enjoy too. Like with the remake, like I said, I played through it twice. My first time on Chris, which was eh, it was okay. I enjoyed it. But the second time I played it as uh, Jill, I enjoyed so much more. It only took oh. me about half as long to beat it, but I was able to do like you just said. Even though the puzzles were all shifted around a little bit, I knew, generally speaking, at least where everything was right. and uh, how most of the puzzles were going to play out. So I was able to plan ahead like, OK, I know I'm going to head to this area next. So I know I'm going to have to grab this key item, this key item and that um, to make sure that I can do this puzzle on the way. And oh, I'm going to be passing this. I might as well pick that up so I can do this puzzle and get that secret cache ammo or whatever. Like, it's nice to be able to do that. And that's it. it's weird and how it makes this game more enjoyable the second, third playthrough than it does the first. <laughs> right. It's weird, yeah. but worth it, though, right. in my opinion. So, scary enough. Yeah. What do you... Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I... No. Um, no. The voice acting is laughable, which destroys the, the scary it atmosphere, does. the spookiness yeah. of it. Um, the, the creature, but that being said, the, the creature design and the audio design are excellent. Those are huge bonuses. 
and the world design i would say is decent right it's not like a silent hill level of creepiness but it's nothing it's not bad it doesn't detract from the creepiness at all right even though surprisingly well lit compared to the remake um yeah for me for me i'm gonna have to give this like a two out of five just compared to like the other games that we're doing and things like that it's just it's it has its moments of tenseness yes and some of the designs of the creatures are generally or or genuinely i'm sorry um creepy but the game as a whole isn't really it's more tense than anything else it's more right and it's more about anxiety of am I gonna die again? It, it, and then frustration is. when you die right. repeatedly than yeah. it is. And it takes so much longer to get going again on this version yeah. versus the remake. So <laughs> I actually I, I haven't died. Okay. So I didn't actually I don't actually have experience with that personally. You're just gonna um, just gonna version, get a bazooka but, like twenty minutes yeah. out of the game. Uh, yeah, see how yeah it goes. that's fine. <laughs> just gonna um in my first hour in okay. my first hour playing, I got the gun, the bazooka which is actually a grenade launcher. I don't know why they call it bazooka yeah. and the, uh, the shotgun, <laughs> wow. um, in, right. in like an hour. I feel like, honestly, I feel like I probably could have beat this whole game in like four hours. Um, It'll speed it, it. And as Jill, just from like playing through it multiple times already. Right. Um, on the remake and then having some memory of playing this back in the day. Yeah. I feel like I could have played through it like about four hours, but, um, first playthrough though, you're probably looking closer to like seven hours ish. Yeah. Um, of playtime, something like that. No, it, it's really not super long. Um, and I will say too, just from experience playing the remake, it's not worth it to play both storylines in this game. Really, I would highly suggest if you decide to play it, just play Jill. Gotcha. Um, the differences between the two stories are very minimal. And excuse me, you don't really like. There's no big moments that happen in one storyline that doesn't happen in the other that really mean anything. I wonder so, if it's a uh, director's cut thing that you get to run around with that guy that I saw you running around with just now or is that a Jill thing? That's a Jill thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh I believe his name is Barry if I remember correctly. Yeah. He is another mm-hmm. member of Stars. Right. And um you meet up with him a good few times throughout playing as Jill, but again, it doesn't add anything significant to the story. Yeah, I believe um, he uh but in, in in the remake, at least of Resident Evil Three, he makes a reappearance with Jill's character in Resident Evil Three. No, oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, but how about you, John? So uh, you asked me my creep factor on this uh, here. How uh, many uh, spooky bats are you giving it out of five? I'm giving it two spooky bats out of five as well. As well. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm liking. Uh, I'm appreciating the director's cut a little bit more, and not watching the footage of this one. Um, mm-hmm. my, my copy doesn't have doesn't have all that i'm gonna have to swap copies with you because <laughs> it's uh the, the art's a little bit more polished on this one right I'm liking that a little bit better um and it's uh pushing the capabilities of the ps1 i'm noticing there's two zombies in this room by the way uh versus three in my playthrough oh sure yeah um, yeah so that's it's it's nice um it's it it's a classic you gotta play oh it. for sure it's a yeah. classic you gotta do it if you're gonna call yourself I would suggest- fan of the genre you you should you should um you should start out by you know you, if you want to see where survival horror start want to see where yeah. it all came from yeah then, then you have to I you, mean, have, you don't really have a choice you don't <laughs> yeah. have a choice you've got to play this game two spooky bats out of five for me as far as scary goes as far as enjoyment Same. of the game I would probably give it a four out of five despite my criticism and uh the fact that I think Silent Hill uh took the same formula and improved upon it um yeah. I still very Agreed. much enjoyed playing it, and I intend to beat this. I fully intend to beat I'm this. I'm a little more critical. I would give this version um, average, so like 3 to 3.5 uh, okay. on the PlayStation version. 
And then the remake, it is more lore accurate. It is technically the canon version now. So if you're really big on lore stuff, play the remake. Gotcha. But I enjoyed it less as a whole. Uh-huh. I would actually give the remake like a 2.5 to 3, just below average to just average. Um, so personally, if you're looking for the more enjoyable experience, I would say play through the original, well, director's cut of the original. Um, but if you want to get more story, go for the remake, maybe play on easy, definitely play as Jill. That's a, that's my recommendation there. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, but yeah, as far as like criticisms and things we like and whatnot, I I pretty much just agree with you. I don't really think I have anything else to say about it. It is, uh, it's Resident Evil. Like you said, you got to play it if you want to see where the genre came from and, uh, really, really get into the lore and things. Yep. Absolutely. I don't really know what else to say about it. It's Resident Evil, everybody. Come on. It's, it's Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as bad so, as the movie. So just, Yeah, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've only seen the first two movies. Surprisingly, I'm a big movie guy. Interestingly. I, I love horror movies, but I have only seen right. the, the first two Resident Evils. That's all I dared to watch. Who was the main actress in the movie? Uh, Mila Jovovich. That's what I thought, which is uh-huh. interesting because the fourth kind, the movie I was just talking about, and the last one that is uh if i'm not mistaken the fourth kind uh shot in bulgaria or whatever Uh um yeah yeah she plays one of the main characters in the fourth kind so just a strange coincidence there okay i thought so but um that was just completely unplanned but whatever uh so yeah resident evil i think that's kind of it i don't think there's really anything else to say um would you play would you would you face one more zombie here jonathan i i absolutely would i intend on uh beating this game as well as uh beating same so yeah i uh i don't know if i'm gonna beat it again but like i said i've already beaten it twice and came back for more willingly so uh right yeah i i would i would face one more zombie for sure it's uh uh, enjoyment wise it may be average but it it's got a certain charm and it's cool to see where it all started for sure so yep um spoiler alert the second one's a lot better but uh whatever (laughs) (laughs) but all right uh, so for everybody on stream, we will be back or we will we we're not going anywhere for everybody on the podcast. We will be back in, in just a moment. We are going to switch on over to our next game, which is Ghosts and Goblins that Ghosts we're going to be talking Go. about. So uh, stream, give us just a second to set everything up and uh, the podcast people. We shall be back in just a couple of seconds. Thank you so much. Yep. All right, everybody. We are back with some Ghosts and Goblins. Jonathan, ghosts you ready for some Ghosts and Goblins? Hell yeah. I'm always ready for some Ghosts and Goblins. So if I'm not mistaken, this is actually one you suggested. I'm pretty sure I suggested the other yeah. three games for the Halloween special, but this was your yes. your pick. Ghosts and Goblins. Uh-huh. Was there a certain reason for it? Do you have like special childhood memories of Ghosts and Goblins? Uh, not childhood. I'd say younger adult. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I used to watch uh, a lot of the Angry Video Game Nerd in college. Shout out to AVGN, hell yeah. Shout out to AVGN. Um, and uh, this was always one of my favorite episodes that he did. Um, he does Halloween episodes every year, typically. Right, right. Um, Topical, so this that's kind of what we're doing right now, yeah. Right, so this was one of his Halloween episodes. Um, he did Ghosts and Goblins. And it was a memory from his childhood. Sure. Uh, that that he, it was a game that he had played. The first two NES games he ever got was uh super mario brothers duck hunt and ghost and gob which i think every so, nintendo in america basically came with super yeah. mario duck hunt didn't it right i think uh-huh. that was kind of like a pack-in title or something like that so right so the first yeah, like, like real like, game he got then would have been like ghost and, was goblins. Ghost and goblins yeah that's and it was, brutal it was <laughs> like it is <laughs> your first um, game to be ghosts and goblins right oh. and he was he was coming straight from I think he said at some point that he played like games on the computer, like maybe a Commodore sixty four and right, then park. Right. 
Okay. So he's coming off of Atari playing this. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, so big improvement in a lot of ways, certainly. Sure. Because this game is for a, a Nintendo game. It's yeah. beautiful. Oh my God. Right. Is it good looking? Like yeah. the art assets look so clean and crisp and varied. Right. Like they are every sprite, every monster is unique in a lot of different right. ways, which is crazy on a Nintendo game. Right. And they had wow. good reference. Um, it was based off of an arcade game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so they had like, they had those art assets to reference, but they were able to translate them pretty well. Recreate them. For yeah. an NES title. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he, um, Hilarity ensues, of course, as he plays this incredibly frustrating and unforgiving game. In so many ways. Oh, my yeah. God. And and so I had always wanted to play it. And finally, uh, my boy Craig, shout out to my boy Craig. Shout out to um, Craig. Shout out to Craig. He, he got it. He got a copy for the NES. And I was, I was finally able to pop this bad boy in and give it a right. try. Right. And my goodness. Oh, I can't so make it hard. past the first Red Devil. Right. Uh the 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 red devil is the uh a creature enemy, enemy yeah. a creature yeah about halfway ish through the first level. Yeah. Right. Which is I, I mean full disclosure, John, you watched me play most of my hour playthrough um because yes. I streamed it on Twitch. I got stuck mm -hmm. on that first like the first half of the first level for about 15 minutes or so just to get through the first yes. half of the first level. Now once you right. get past that point though, the difficulty drops drastically for the rest of the first level. For the level. rest I think of the it first level. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> I think it only took me like two tries after that devil. Mm -hmm. Like this guy. Yeah, there you go. yeah. It was insane, and that's yep. probably my biggest gripe with the game. My my largest problem with it is the inconsistency in difficulty. Because for oh, anybody yeah. who doesn't know, you play a. I, I don't really know what you're supposed to be. You look kind of like a medieval knight in a semi um, medieval world, um, yep. and this like red winged devil looking dude comes down and steals your girlfriend or wife or whatever uh -huh. she is and you're on an adventure to go get her um and you are armed yep. with um a a lance i presume and you can find other weapons yes. as you progress along it's a two hit game so you have two points of health um and that's it um and yep. it's like a side scrolling yeah side scrolling action game um pretty bog standard in a lot of ways but the difficulty is brutal which i imagine comes from being an arcade game because they want you to feed uh -huh. in as many quarters as possible right so they want it to be super hard so that you have to put more and more quarters in to keep playing um right but they could have dialed it back a little bit for the for the home console release my god i i agree our yeah. playthrough roughly for me i made it halfway through the second level that was it i got really really close to the end boss of the second level at one point but there are these platforms, and once you start jumping in this game, you are committed to that jump. You can't turn back, you can't slow down, you can't go farther, you are committed to that jump. And on top of that, right. if you are up against something and you try to jump in that direction, it just doesn't work. You can't gain any momentum after you jump either. Um, so I was on a platform, and I tried to jump to what I thought was going to be another platform, but it just wasn't there. Whether that was on purpose or not, I don't know. Um, and there was no way for me to turn back. I, it, that was it, and I couldn't get that far again. Um, John, you said you didn't get past the first half of the first level. I've never gotten past the first half of the first level. I've played this game many times, and I tried it for at least an hour. Yeah. Um. And uh, no. I would love to ostracize you for it, but I, I honestly can't because it's right. it's so hard. Like it is frustratingly hard. 
my lord. Now, with that being said, it does have the one the one benefit of super hard games like this is that once you finally beat it, my god, does it feel good. I felt Dragon amazing, Rides. right? Whenever I just right. beat the first level, I felt so great about it. And thankfully, right. this game does employ a checkpoint system. So mm-hmm. once you get a roughly halfway through a level, you hit a checkpoint. And then once you beat a level, you get another checkpoint. And uh, yeah. whenever you run out of lives and get a, a game over, you do have the option to continue, which lets you restart from whatever right. your last checkpoint was. So it's right. uh, ahead of its time in many ways in that regard. Um, but the difficulty was still just, oh, I want to break yeah. things sometimes. Like <laughs> it, it, it's, 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 yes, it, it's very rough. Um, I, I, I enjoy it as a challenge. And I always tell myself, uh, usually after a couple of drinks, that this is going to be the time. And I'm gonna, right. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make it through this time, and I never, I never do. It's <laughs> I can't, can't beat the first level. Um, also, ju- ju- just to let you know, um, the uh, the Red Devil is called the Red Devil. Oh, that's this his is, actual uh, name. It's his actual name, the Red okay. Devil. And then there's uh, Satan. Um, is that the one who and, comes down and steals your wife or girlfriend or whatever? Right. Okay. And okay. There, and later on, he becomes a con- common enemy type too. Um, oh, for real? <laughs> little little bit of fun oh, fact okay. about this game. Yeah, the final boss of this level, I call him the Rhino. His official character name is the Unicorn. Um, uh, what? Okay. Yep. Uh, the Unicorn makes reappearances in later levels as a common enemy type. <laughs> all of Which, all mean, of the uh, there are all other of the games bosses. that have done that before, like where right. a boss of one level level is a common enemy type of another one. But yeah. what surprises yeah. me more is just the. One, what seems like the main bad guy, Satan, I uh, can't believe that he comes back as a common enemy type because, like, he's the whole yep. reason you're going on an adventure in the first place. Yep. Um, uh, and then just the name of the rhino dude, Unicorn, he's clearly a unicorn. rhino. Like, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, the uh, the, the things I was calling hobos are just called big men. Okay, sure, yeah, <laughs> just, that's fair, I men. guess. They're big men in a building, yep, big men. Yep, green monsters are the uh, Venus flytrap thing. Mm. Crows, of course. Um, crows, okay. Yes, uh, the magician is a very rare enemy type that you couldn't really see, and it will turn you into a frog. That's what yeah. happened to you. I had no idea. I was playing through, like I said, John was watching, I was streaming it. I was playing through yeah. it, and all of a sudden, this enemy I'd never seen before pops up, shoots yep. me, I try to dodge unsuccessfully, and all of a sudden, I'm a frog. I freaked out. I was like, what the hell is this? Why am I a frog? I'm not supposed to be uh-huh. a frog. I'm supposed to be a dude. No. What is going on right. here? Like, I've played through yeah. that section, like, ten times at that point, at least. Never uh, saw that happen. And then the next thing I know, I'm a frog. Like, yep. what? <laughs> Which, I mean, adds <laughs> some replayability, having, like, rare spawns and things like that. But it's sure. also just very... Adds kind of to the frustration as well. I'm not sure, yep. right? On one hand, I feel like it was a breath of fresh air. Because it was something a little bit different and a kind of little comedic right. moment in the middle of it. But at the other time, it's like, well, that could have been the run if I didn't suddenly have to face this enemy I'd never seen before. Like, right. So it's yeah. kind of, I'm, I'm of two minds about it, but I'll take it. I'll take a little, a little surprise every now and then. Right. Um, red, sorry, I, 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 my, my mistake. Uh, they're not called red devils. They're called red Aram. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that makes more sense. I, I thought, I thought devil was the actual name. It's a red Aramer. Um, <laughs> and then you have, uh, Satan. Yes. Um, the, uh, the forest dwellers that I was calling pigs in a blanket are mm-hmm. called woody pigs. <laughs> Oh really? They're called wood, woody pigs, also known as forest ghosts. Okay. Why um, pig though? I don't. I don't well, know. Well, it looks it looks like a pig in a blanket. 
I like a hot guess, dog. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, like hot, I didn't see it until you brought it up, though. Like, it didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Sure, sure. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't know. So how do you enjoy yeah. your time with the game, though? I mean, you, you said you didn't get past the I, first half of the first level, but did you have fun trying? I did. I did have fun trying, and that's the thing. It's uh, partially the, the notoriety of the game. Right. You know, it's it's infamous uh, uh, in this community. Uh, there's the magician again turning yeah. into a frog. Right, on video, um, which, again, podcasters can't see what's going on. So On, on video, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's it's infamous in being su- like one of the hardest games on any right, right. to actually try to play and to try to beat. Um, so it, it feels fun to be included and, and to try something out like that. Yes, um, yeah. And to say, you know, to, to be able to collectively say, oh, yeah, I know, Ghosts and Goblins. Yeah. You know, what a... Definitely. What a game, <laughs> right? You know, so I, I, I have fun playing it every time that I do. I doubt I'll ever beat it, but I will continue to pick it up every Halloween. So I guess not one more level, but one more attempt. One more attempt, at least, yeah. I will give this game one more attempt um, many times. I I want to beat it now, right? I have played right. it. So my history <laughs> with it, I've played it multiple times, was never able to get very far. But now that I've right. beaten that first level and gotten so close to beating the second level, right. I got I got an itch now that I just really feel the right, need right, to right. scratch. Like, I just really yep. want to go back and try it again and That's try to beat you. it. I have so many things on my plate that I don't know if I'm going to do it soon, but it's definitely sure. going down as a game that I, I will go back at some point. Yeah. And, uh, Tune in next week for right, uh, Christian's 24-hour right. <laughs> charity live yeah. stream. Right, right, I'm right. not going to stop streaming until I beat Ghosts and Goblins. <laughs> Just two weeks straight. Just right. <laughs> Constantly um, streaming. But yeah, no, I, keyboard. it's a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun. It has its frustrating okay. moments, and it has its problems that a lot of old games have with insta-death pits and enemy placement being questionable, where like if you touch the wrong enemy, you get uh, suddenly uh, tossed into a pit. And on the second level, you were watching me play. There's a section where you have to like climb up a bunch of ladders up this building and then climb down the next side. If you don't right. kill the enemies through a wall, you uh, are pretty much guaranteed to get hit because these enemies take roughly 15 hits to kill, give or take. Right. Um, and they charge at you the entire time that you're trying to kill them, as well right. as occasionally they'll throw like these blue spiked balls at you. So if you don't kill them in time, they will either touch you or start throwing these balls at you to kill you. And when you start going the climbing down section, they don't actually give you enough space to kill them before Uh they complete charging at you to to kill you, basically. So uh, that's one of the little tricks I found out was to kill them through the wall before I started climbing down, because otherwise you were going to die. Like, I'm sure there's like a stream, uh, stream runner, a speed runner or something like that out there that can do it just fine without that little trick. Oh yeah. Me as just an average player, there was no way, like that was the only way I could possibly defeat that enemy. So there are some like cheap moments like that and things where you just have to learn from experience on how to deal with it. But overall, I would say the game is still, the design is excellent. Like level design is really nice. There's a couple different paths you can take in different areas. Everything's really varied from like different, kinds of trees in the background uh different like types of ground tile right from like uh grass and and dirt tiles and things like that varied enemy types um a few different types of attacks that you can do although at the end of the day they all work essentially the same they're still slightly different um yeah and just i can't get over how good the game looks for a nintendo game 
It like does. just I, we we watch footage back as we're playing the game obviously so we're watching some footage right now of it and i'm just like staring at it and it just it amazes me that it's a nintendo game right like an original right. nintendo game wow did it look good like somebody could put this right. game out now just you know in uh-huh. hd instead of being you know 240p or 480p or whatever i wouldn't blink like i i I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I would be like, yeah, this looks like a modern title made in a retro style, of course. Right. And I wouldn't even have a second thought about it. That's how good it looks. It's a Nintendo, like Nintendo development, like Mario level of a, of a art style here where it just, it really stood up to the test of time. It really does from an art standpoint. Gameplay wise, not as much, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's uh, a sort of very much an arcade game. Yeah, this type of brutal difficulty has made some level of resurgence in recent times, uh-huh. certainly. But uh, I still think yeah. it, it, they took it a little bit too far with this game, just a little right. bit. You know, uh, yeah, um, I, I I totally agree. Yeah, I would give it one spooky bat out yeah. of five. Yeah, so for the Halloween special, uh, we've been kind of trying goes. to give like spooky bats <laughs> out of five, just kind of like yeah, spookiness wise. Though I I agree, right? It's not a spooky yeah. game you're fighting no. ghosts and goblins of course but like well I, I mean i guess you know maybe five spooky bats out of five for the time, <laughs> for the C- time considering, really okay c- considering what what other scary game was there at the time <laughs> i mean zombies ate my there, neighbor or whatever like I, that's yeah, that, honestly that was, the only one i can that come was up like with five or six years later yeah there was porky that was, pigs that was mid- haunted holiday I mean, again, um, mid nineties. I'm not gonna yeah. argue with you. Porky Pig's on a holiday is five or five <laughs> for sure. Um, but um, I mean, maybe you know. I I can kind of yeah. see what you're saying, but I I don't know. Even I feel like even if I had played this when it came out, I still wouldn't have been spooked by it, right? Like, sure. I still can you think it was of a, a scarier game. game on the NES? No, That's I mean, problem. admittedly, I can't. But right. does that this mean this was a scariest game, game on the NES? I still yeah. don't think that means the, this the was spooky, a spooky yeah. game. I think it just I means think... that the NES didn't have spooky games. Nah. Um, no. <laughs> I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with my guns. I'm gonna leave it at a one. A one out of five spooky bats. I'm gonna say from a spooky level spooky factor. Obviously, yeah. I enjoyed the game much more than a one out of five. Right. Um, and I, I, I. So I mean, yeah, we both already said we would at least attempt to beat this game one more time. And uh, I think we would both recommend that if any of you out there have the chance. To play it it's on the nintendo switch online service so if you have switch online uh-huh. you can play it for free on there um i highly suggest just give it a try see if it's your sort of game if you're a glutton for punishment you may end up really yeah. enjoying it um well see then who knows now that's the thing let me try pitching it to you one other way yeah the mental stress <laughs> that this game causes <laughs> is very similar to the mental stress of fear and trauma and in that respect, it definitely gets five out of five spooky bats. I mean, I don't think you're going to convince me. <laughs> Comment down below. <laughs> you can you can you add us on Twitter. This game deserves five out of five can, spooky bats. Yeah, you can you can add us on Twitter. You can tell us on the YouTube comments. Do, do, uh-huh. Does anybody out there think this game deserves a five out of five spooky bats? Or uh, how yeah. many would you give it? Let us know because. Yeah. Uh, I'm sticking to my guns. I don't think it gets more than a one. Jonathan uh, right. apparently really wants it to get get a five here. Five, five out of five. <laughs> but yeah, uh, absolutely. Any closing statements? If, uh, I mean, I don't really. I didn't have much to say to, for Ghosts and Goblins going into right. this. Just yeah, that it looks either, really. It looks beautiful. The enemy it design was amazing. Yeah. 
and it's hard as balls. Those were like yeah. my three things after playing it that I really wanted to bring up. I don't really know what else to say about it, to tell you the truth. I believe I believe other game. than meme games like Unfair Mario or mm, mm-hmm. something like that. Kaizo over it. hacks, things like that. Yeah, sure. Uh, other than that, this is the hardest game I've ever personally played. I think I would personally agree. Yeah, honestly, I think I would yeah. agree. This is the sure. hardest game I've ever. I tried. consider myself a decent gamer. And uh, for it to take right. me uh, after about an hour to not even get through the second level in a short right. game. Yeah, right. I, I think I would agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So if you're glutton for punishment, if you're looking for a hardcore challenge to add to your speedrunning repertoire. Right. <laughs> go, go, Ghosts and Goblins is the, the biggest the game for you. bragging rights you could for ever sure. possibly have. <laughs> it by far separates the boys from the men. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it it separates the men from the champion. For real, though, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but all um, right. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. So we got uh, one more game. Yeah, we got, we got one, one more, more game. What are we doing for the last game, Jonathan? What is it? For the last game, we're doing an indie uh, game jam type uh, title. game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, title. Uh, made in the style of PS1 right. era games, right. or at least uh, the... Uh, the, made the to appear assets. as though it was a PS1 made, made to, game. Made yeah. to appear as though it could have been a PS1. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um, yep. It's called Structural. It's an atmospheric psychological horror. And, right. Uh, it's a very short experience. Uh, we saved it for last because it's the one we're most interested in talking about. I think so. so. At least me personally, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to uh, we're going to give that a we're going to give that a look over. You're going to hear it in just a couple seconds on the podcast. But Twitch yep. guys, you're going to have to wait just a little bit while we get everything set up video wise. Yep. So won't take super long, but just a moment. So uh, be right yep. back, everybody. All right, we are back with some structural. Um, so we already structural. explained kind of what structural was for everybody on the podcast. It is a game made by a gentleman whose name I can't remember, sadly. Um, I can look it up real quick, Jonathan, if you want to kind of tell them why he made the game. He, uh, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm remembering correctly, he made the game for a contest. Yeah. Uh, for like a, a Halloween contest. Uh, uh, who could make the best uh, PS1 looking horror? Exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's what it is. Right. It looks like a PlayStation one. And obviously, if you're watching the stream yeah. um, or, or the YouTube video, you can kind of see you have a pony controller in your hand. Uh-huh. And there's a little tiny mini game that you get to play right here in the beginning of the game. Just a cute yeah. little detail. And that's what this game really is it's just a cute little game um with nice little details and it's very calming and relaxing and not at all i'm lying it is the (laughs) creepiest game i think i've ever played and i'm not kidding yes it creeped me out and that's fair i think part of the reason why is full disclosure i watched about half of this game um already i watched a uh, youtuber pro jared plays i watched him play it and uh, okay. I, I didn't pay attention for most of it, but I caught the ending when I was watching him play it and a little bit of the beginning. Okay. And things were different than what I expected whenever I was playing it myself. And right. after okay. I finished it, I, I realized that. that was just because um, of the section that I missed was different than like the layout of the building was a little bit different and the section that oh, I missed okay. versus the ending. But that gotcha. creeped me out. And then on top of that, it's a very atmospheric there's pounding so whenever you first get into the game right you're playing your game and then you just hear this pounding noise coming from somewhere you can't tell exactly if it's your neighbor if it's upstairs or what there's just constant pounding and so you're like oh god my neighbor and then so you 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 get up and you go to go outside and it tells you that you have to get your mask 
which okay right. topical um so you go back you right. get your mask you come out and then if you do a little bit of exploring your apartment building that you live in is nasty looking it's kind of like all falling yeah. apart there's like dirt all over the place if you go up to the elevator it tells you that you're not allowed to leave you have to stay on your floor apparently like you're quarantined to right. your building not only your building to your floor then you go and you try to talk to your neighbor and he basically just tells you like get the fuck out like just leave me the hell alone right and so you right. you you go back to your apartment and you go to sleep and then things happen things happen yeah i don't want to so, spoil it too much for anybody out there that's that's going to be the hard part of this episode is how much do I we will. say and how much do I we mean, okay <laughs> I, I, okay so hold on um before we get into that right i want to address this mini game okay yeah, so. sure sure yeah okay <laughs> between you and i okay so at, at, at the start of the game you start up the game with a with a with a playstation controller in your hand Sorry, I forgot. I'm sorry. I forgot about your rant that I that I <laughs> so, he he started to rant before the episode started, and I was like, Jonathan, just hold on okay. one minute. I'm sure this is gonna be this is gonna be great. Okay. Yeah. So so people might people might know that I have a habit of comparing comparing games to one another that aren't too very similar. They're yes. Similar. <laughs> yes. Um, for instance, I compared uh, Castlevania to Porky Pig's Haunted Holiday. I also compared Ghosts and Goblins to Porky Pig's. Haunted Sorry, that one's kind of val- valid, <laughs> almost valid. Yeah. I-, I can see Go- that. Ghosts one, and at Goblins least. and Castlevania, similar. There's some um, level of similarity, at least. Okay, Pig. so this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jonathan, was, come on, come on. What is trying... this game like? Okay, so I said the mini game, right? <laughs> at the beginning here, where you're holding the pony controller, uh-huh. is like Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this game is just like Fortnite, structural. But you have to, you have to. <laughs> Listen, okay. so Fortnite, they did their big event. I don't play yeah. Fortnite that much. Right. I have a nephew that plays Fortnite, okay? He plays Fortnite constantly. So I'm, I'm tuned in to right. what's going on with Fortnite because of him. So there's, uh, there, there was a big thing a few months ago where they like rebooted the whole map um, and tried to add lore to it and whatnot. Uh, th- they do this pretty often, it yeah. turns out, but yeah. there was a yeah, really they, they big do. one. There Which was is a really one of the one. only good things about Fortnite, in my opinion, is that they're constantly sure. adding new things to it. But right, um, so there was a really big one. They do chapters and they do seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was chapter one and had like a dozen seasons, and then there was chapter two. Yes. I think that might be mixing up chapters and I, seasons. But... I honestly don't. Know. I don't play enough Fortnite to know. Yeah, but there was a big one. Anyway, the entire world of Fortnite exploded. Yes. Okay, and the game servers were down mm-hmm. for like three or four days. And then they had another big event where they brought everything back, and it was a brand new map. Yes. And there was a countdown clock. So if you went to Fortnite, if you opened Fortnite the game, all you would see is this black hole in space. Yeah. And the black hole in space would just, there was just like a countdown clock of when the game map would be back. There was Uh nothing for you to do. And I thought to myself, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I tried out the Konami code? I wonder (laughs) if the Konami code does anything here. Which... And listen... Yes, I yeah. tried out the Konami yeah. code, and it brought up a mini game. It, it did, brought up yeah. a little that, that mini was a game. Thing. It was a little space shooter yep. mini game, which yep. I was not expecting. So I was playing an old style space shooter mini game within a modern game. Right, and that is what made my mind think of. <laughs> and that is why structural, a game made to appear as if it was made for the PlayStation One, right, is Fortnite. Reminded me, nope, of Fortnite. same game, same game. Fort, honestly if you've played fortnite you've played structural uh you episode play- over no need to talk about it anymore 
Um, okay. <laughs> but no, so, no. So, so yeah. So back to structural, so my, though. Back to the actual yeah. game. So you go yes. to sleep. Things happen. Everything kind of shifts. Suddenly, you're in like a darker version of your world. And one thing uh-huh. that kind of creeped me out was the mirror. So there's a mirror in your mm-hmm. bathroom, and if you go and look in that mirror normally, everything's perfectly fine. It's just a mirror, right? Low definition because mm-hmm. it's made to look like a PlayStation 1 game and all that, but you just see your reflection. If you go there after you go to sleep and the world's all kind of purple and weird looking, your face right. kind of twists and turns and distorts. Yeah. And that's creepy. Yes. And the um, atmosphere of the game, the color, right? It turned everything like this red and purple and blue. Yeah. And everything is just like what it was before you went to bed, but suddenly unnatural. Right. And yeah. like it, I'm honestly getting goosebumps just talking about it. I, I yeah. love it. It well, is was a, a, uh, amazing. There was a Stephen King quote that I can never remember the specific. Of, right. Paraphrasing. He, he was but... paraphrasing. He was talking about the difference between horror mm-hmm. and terror. Uh-huh. And uh, to him, horror was something horrifying to look at. Sure. It was something grotesque and in the moment, something gross. Fair. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Or something like that. Terror was coming home to realize that everything you own had been moved one inch to the left. Right. Yeah. It's just everything is as it should be, but not. But different. And that is yeah. what threw me off. And this game, if you didn't know, I'm sure, John, you probably knew from playing through it, but this game's yeah. set in 2022 if I'm not mistaken. So just the Uh, very, very short in the future and the, Uh the, the, the whole premise, right? The, the scary thing, quote unquote, about the game is that there was a virus that infected it seemingly most of the population. At first it seemed deadly, but harmless enough. Right. Uh And then it started mutating people. Right. And that's told in the game through like a random throwaway line. Right. Exactly. Like Like sort of later on, you just, I forget even where you hear it. I think your main character says it to himself. Possibly. Like the virus was, 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 yeah, uh, was yeah, I scary think right. enough. And, yeah. And then the mutation started. Yeah. And you're like, hold on. The, the, the mutations? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Tell me again. Hey, you, I need lore. I need backstory. <laughs> I need tell me what happened. Call MatPat. Where is he? Yeah. Call <laughs> MatPat. Get MatPat in here. What the hell yeah. happened? Um, yeah. And then, this, like, uh, this, this little sequence here is, yeah. So, so of, uh, you, Gollum's cave in right the so what he's talking about is after the story or after you go to sleep you wake up and uh in the middle of the night and you hear pounding again if I'm not mistaken we don't have audio right now we only have video so I can't remember for sure but I'm pretty sure you hear pounding again so you go outside to say something to your neighbor again and you go over and his apartment has a giant hole in the wall and right. that's it there's like a tv a couch and a hole in the wall you go into this hole and all of a sudden it leads into like this cave sequence and then that's where so you're going through this cave and everything shifts from like red to like purple and then to blue. And like you're up in an apartment building, but now you're underground. And it's just that like, right. it's just, it, the things just it's don't a, line it's a, up. It's a cognitive dissonance. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's a great way to put it. It's not what you would expect. It's not, it just doesn't sit right. And then you get down in right. there and there's this girl and you're talking to her about a dream, about what you're experiencing being a dream. And she insists that it's not right. that this that is you're just all living in the same place. Yeah, that this is just this is the apartment. What are you talking about? This is right. how it's always been. Which but is it's something that um, not Am- my 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 wife Amber actually tells me about. Uh, 
dreams like this sometimes she has she has nightmares where everything's fine yeah there's nothing really wrong but there's something that is wrong it's just and not you can't quite put your you, yeah. you can't quite put your fu- finger on it like uh for instance she'll tell me about she has where like somebody that she knows like possesses on right and she's in a room with other people she knows and she's like so what are we gonna do about this and they're like right and that's that's scary it's yeah so scary because you're like what do you mean what do this yeah, person exactly, is like... or something. <laughs> and and they're just like no everything's fine and it, it makes you feel insane yeah it's that it psychosis. really does it's psychological it's yeah. like i really don't know how to put this into words and so the game i will say i i i implore everybody to to go out and try it uh it's yeah. c-a-n-o-v-i dot itch dot io uh, slash structural uh-huh. And you can right. you can play it for free, but I would suggest that you give the guy at least a little bit of money. Um, it's kind of like a pay I, I what you want kind of model, uh-huh. and um, it is it's nothing like anything else I've ever played. It is right. marketed as a demo, so it's only roughly depending on how quickly you get through it, um, like the the couple little puzzles there are and whatnot. It's only roughly twenty minutes to a to forty five minutes, depending how quickly you're able to get through everything. Right. And it's very unsettling. And I don't want to like spoil the ending or anything, so I don't want to talk about it too much. Um, but things get progressively weirder as the game goes on. And I, I will I will say this. Uh, as far as textures and art, they did a fantastic job making it look like PlayStation. They really did. It looks like a PlayStation 1 game, say, but a little yes, bit better. I will better. say, mo- yes. And, and I will say that movement-wise, far too fluid. Having just come off of uh, right, Resident Evil right. Silent Hill, yeah, 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 that's <laughs> you, true. You can move, sure. you can move around nice and smooth through this game. Yeah, the, yeah. The other the PlayStation One games were not famous for uh, perfect fluid movement. No, no, not at all. <laughs> and while we're talking about like its parallels to PlayStation One games, uh, one little detail I really enjoyed, and I don't know if he did this on purpose or if he did it on accident, but the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, has. Uh, z sorting issues where two textures that would be uh like ones meant to be in front of another the playstation Uh didn't have a built-in way of telling what texture was supposed to be behind and what texture was supposed to be rendered in uh, front like Um, the tools on the janitor wall yeah exactly um this game i i don't know if he just screwed up in making the game or if he did that on purpose to 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 draw parallels to that but i thought it was really interesting that there are moments where like rocks will be seemingly glitching uh, in and out right. of like which one's on top, which one's on bottom, and things like that, and that right. just made me think. Just coming from playing other PlayStation games like Silent Hill and Resident Evil, right? That just made me think yeah, that, that much way. more. Like, wow, that really yeah. does look like a PlayStation game. <laughs> like, right, right, yeah. It's insane um, how good he did with that that yeah. aspect of it, in my opinion. Yeah, the the only thing I could say about it, like like I said, the movement uh, far too fluid, I think, uh, for what he's going for. Yes. And I, I only say Which is a compliment to the game, really. It feels good to move around, but it doesn't feel like a PlayStation game. Yeah. It's nice and easy to move around, but it doesn't feel like a PlayStation game. Exactly. Um, and I will say that I, you said this is your first time ever experiencing something like this. Um, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. I, I have, I have seen and played other games like this before, uh, where they're just like any titles, um, uh, for instance, YouTuber Markiplier. Yeah. Uh, he has Mark an Blair. ongoing shout out to Markiplier, of course. Yeah, like he really uh, needs ne- us to show. Never going to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> never going to hear this. Um, but uh, Mar- Markiplier has a, uh, an ongoing series called Three Scary Games, mm-hmm. where he spends about an hour, hour, 20 minutes playing three indie games that yeah. he finds off of uh, a few various sources. So he'll play these games and a lot of them. 
are very similar. Okay. Okay. Um, Which and, maybe it's just because I don't they play all enough have... like indie horror games, but yeah, this was sure. really special yeah. to me though. Like yes, and yeah. and and they all have um, a lot of the games that are like this have uh, come off uh, pretty similar, and um, what they're going for mm-hmm. because a lot of them try to just be creepy. Right. Um, some of them, some of them accomplish what this game did. They try to be creepy, but then they go for jump scares. You yeah. Know? So yeah, you get a little bit of variety both ways. Um, so for me personally, I didn't have that same that same newness to this game. I think that this game is done better than a lot of those than are. Most sure. Yes. Um, as far as small independent titles that are made to look old fashioned or made to look low res for the effect. I think that this one was done exceptionally well, but I would have loved to have seen more of it. Oh I'd yeah, no, a definitely. A little bit and more. That's lore. why. That's why yeah. I specifically brought up the fact that this is uh, marketed as being a demo of right. what hopefully becomes a larger project. He hasn't said, as far as I'm aware, he has not said that he's going to turn this into a full game. But whenever yeah. you download the game, it does download as structural demo. Is what it downloads yeah. as. So I'm yeah. hoping for more uh-huh. as well because. I am very interested in this like parallel version of our world. In my opinion, <clears throat> excuse me, in my opinion, this is almost Silent Hill done right, right? Like, and not to say okay. like Silent Hill was done wrong, but it's the same kind of thing where it's a real world setting, a very believable oh. setting in a lot of ways, but then right. all of a sudden everything turns wrong. And it's, everything turns wrong. Yeah, and it's that yeah. same kind of feeling that I got from Silent Hill where it induces anxiety and um um discomfort um without right. having to resort or resort sorry to uh to jump scares cuz jump scares to me you get that little shock and they're fun sure right. but jump scares to me ruin or or uh or or terror whichever one you want to call it yeah well, jump that, scare it, to me is a moment of shock this yeah. is scary right in a yeah, sense yeah and see yeah see that's that that's the thing. I think that um, the jump scares that are in Silent Hill, I think, are done correct. See, and, I don't. If, I didn't if, get if far I, enough in the original Silent Hill to see any jump scares or anything like that. Yeah. So and, well, it, and and the thing is, they may not have even intended them uh, intended for them to be jump scares. Sure. Okay. Um, okay. Because all all they are really is you're walking through the fog and an enemy that you didn't realize was that close is a whole lot closer. Oh. So you okay. get that little bit okay. of you get that little bit of oh. Okay. Yeah. See, to me, see, I wouldn't consider that a jump scare. Then, yeah. Sure. So, just a little bit of difference in definition. Pop up in your face. Yeah. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's to me is a jump scare, right? Right. Um, that is a uh, I I don't know what to call that exactly, but it I think because there are clues that things are going to happen, right? Like the radio going off or whatever, and then there is a payoff to that. Um, so that's more. I don't know. Not, I just wouldn't call it a jump scare. Me jump. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's some legitimately scary looking things in Silent Hill for sure. Um, yeah. I just wouldn't consider it a jump scare. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really. It's like not I said, a just, cheap jump scare. That's but, what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say I would say FNAF has a lot of cheap jump scare. Oh, sure. But, okay. But okay. but Silent Hill has some jump scare. Okay. They 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 jump scare you, but uh fnaf has uh leans a lot more into cheap jump scare okay okay you know so that because that's that's you know that's cheap why 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 did that happen there that's not a good payoff for what i was doing right okay okay sure i can see what you're saying so Um, like uh but i i I still enjoy jump scares to a certain degree yeah no like i said they're 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 fun it's just not yeah 
it just doesn't really... lend itself to scaring me yeah. in reality it gives a moment of sure. shock and nothing else really is uh the thing with jump scare filled right. games and movies and things like that right. um yeah but if that's your only way to scare me then uh, you failed yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but what I was saying was like is in terms of the the psychological effects of this game, uh, the kind uh, of horror that it's going for and um, what I would imagine a full version of this game would play like is very uh, Silent Hill esque is what I was yeah. trying to say. Um, yes. It and, and it reminds me again of uh, P.T. Yes, yeah, yeah, in a lot of ways, PT, where the, you're going the, the through the same teaser. locations, but they're changing and shifting. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and I, w I would love to see, and that's why I can't, I don't think this game can get enough um, press, enough uh, um, praise, yeah. praise, yeah, because I just want, I want him to make more of it. I want him to complete it, yep. because I think it would be an excellent full game, and it's the first horror game um outside of like silent hill and resident evil where i uh -huh. i played it and i was just like i loved it right like right. i just i can't yeah. i can't get enough of it it is it's really really right. good and it was unsettling a, in a uh, lot of ways it's it's unsettling yeah and uh there's a um not not to give too much away for the ending but the ending is quite ambiguous it's not uh, it yeah it could mean it's not really an ending it's, no, uh, it leaves you wanting sorta, more for sure. Right, like, <laughs> right, yeah, uh, it leaves you wanting more. You you don't really know what that meant. Um, no, you don't. <laughs> Not now, at all. Now, now here's something that may surprise you. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as spooky bats for me, I'd say maybe three spooky bats out of five. See, for me, for me, uh, this is just again going off our scale of games we've played for this Halloween season. It's a five uh -huh. for sure. It's the only game. Yeah besides silent hill that creeped me out at all and this one definitely yeah. creeped me out more than silent yeah hill. see for 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 me silent hill is is a four out of five okay bad. uh silent hill is definitely it, it creeps me out more and I, I don't know what exactly it is about it right Perhaps, uh since it's original playstation it, re it genuinely is original playstation yeah you know uh or uh perhaps since i know there's a bigger lore in yeah, the universe yeah, sure. because of liking watching the movies and playing pt which pt by the way <laughs> I, I know it's not available to play anymore unless you buy a playstation 4 off of ebay that has it downloaded right and yeah. has not been cleansed but my god <laughs> pt for me was the only five out of five <laughs> pt i saw you nope out of there yeah but i'm not i i didn't consider i i forgot about pt that is yeah. one of the creepiest games i've ever played as well um honestly yeah. this one for me was creepier than pt but i also didn't play that much of pt um right so you know if i had finished pt it would probably be the number one but i was just rating this out of the games we've played this october um right and yep. that's why I, I gave it a five um yeah because out of for the me, six games that we played for this halloween season this was by far the creepiest one in my opinion sure yeah if we're gonna go yeah if, if i'm gonna rate the halloween games in descending order uh, Ghosts and Goblins, five out of five spooky bats. I can't. Um, I don't. I mean, you're uh, you're entitled to your opinion, Hill. but Silent, <laughs> Silent, uh, uh, Silent, Silent Hill. Yep. Uh, four out of five spooky bats. Phasmophobia, four out of five spooky bats. Um, this I would give three out of five. Okay. And uh, Resident Evil. Like Resident Evil. Yeah, thank you. Resident Evil. Uh, two. See, for me, this would probably be a five. Silent Hills four phasmophobia is roughly three 
Resident Evil is like a two and then Ghosts and Goblins is like a one. And I didn't mean right. to do like a perfect order like that. That's just kind of how <laughs> that's just kind of how yeah. I felt, honestly. Um, yeah. yeah. But again, if anybody hears this episode, I, I really hope you go and give it a chance. Um, uh-huh. It's it's a thing. And uh, it creeped me out, man. And if nothing it's else, like I said, you can pay. Technically, you don't have to pay anything. But I would suggest yeah. you pay at least a few bucks to the guy. And it only yeah. takes, yeah. like Support like I said, him. roughly a half hour on average. So Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and if you don't have much money, just a few dollars, you know, just show, show, show some love. Yeah. Show some support for this exactly. guy. And, exactly. Because I definitely want him to finish it. I yeah. want him to make more. Right. Because yeah. I, think, I think it genuinely has potential for to be a five out of five. Sure. And it came very close. I think uh, perhaps the only thing that would inhibit it is me being sick right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not as uh, sensitive to the experience, perhaps. Uh, all hopped up on uh, cold medicine and whatnot. Right, but, right. <laughs> um, also, just uh, other games out there that I've played like it. But I would say out of curiosity and of uh, experience, this was a five out of five experience. Yeah, um, sure. I thought it was, it was made well. It's genuinely creepy. Right. Uh, we said we didn't want to spoil the ending, but you're at the ending, and you're yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. If you're watching it, <laughs> then you're gonna see what's happening. But uh, for the podcast listeners, at least, uh, yeah, give you something to <laughs> yeah to wonder about there. We're not gonna um, flesh out the ending. We're not gonna go through theories or anything. Yeah, no, nothing like that. But yeah. um, yeah, I uh, I don't really know what else to say about it. Um, th- I do have one gripe no, it... about the game, and okay. literally only. Well, two gripes about the game, actually. Okay. One, I have okay. to say it, just to be fair, there's no option oh. menu. There's <laughs> there's no option menu. I know that it was like a That's game right. jam You're game about or whatever. dog FNAF for no but option it, menu. Yeah, if I'm right going to go on, if I'm going to say it about FNAF, <laughs> I have to say it about this yeah. game, too. There's no options, man. Come on. Like, there's there's no like menu. For your like game jam. Menu, yeah, for your game menu. jam, whatever. It was a game jam game. But once you uh, released it as a game that people have the option of paying for right put in some basic options let me change the resolution let me pick what monitor it's running on at least like that kind of hurt me the only other gripe i have about it is there's one puzzle in the game where you have to move an object and if you leave that area and come back you have to move that object every time you know what though that kills me me. okay but for me (laughs) that was necessary (laughs) because i had to because i had to reset it first of all to figure out what I was doing wrong because I couldn't quite get it at first. Okay. Because I was I was walking around trying to smash with a sledgehammer everything in the world. See, and <laughs> except for the one wall which was already torn down for me. That earlier was, in the experience. That's what I'm saying. And that's that was the hit. I was like, what am that I was thinking? The hint to hit yeah. that area with the sledgehammer. I was like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. The wall was torn down already. How did I not know to use yeah. the sledgehammer on yeah. this wall? Yeah. So, You're not the only one. When I watched Pro Jared play that, <laughs> he did the same yeah. exact thing. Like he cut his video and came back. I don't know how much yeah. longer later right. after that, but uh, yeah. So you're not the only one for sure. Yeah. But oh um, my goodness. And then yeah. I um eventually I figured out the Jade statue thing without using the crate to prop myself up. I don't know how, but I just eyeballed. Yeah. No, I just eyeballed it. I I wrote oh, down the okay. cipher. Okay. On a piece of paper, I wrote down the numbers and letters, and I was like, well, judging from the way this is positioned, it looks like it's two and G and six and seven. I'm thinking that's the only way you can put a G in the padlock. So, yeah, right. So I was like, all right, it's going to be two, six, seven. And I got it. And I I didn't even realize that that was going to work that way. 
That you is know? actually one other gripe, that padlock. Um, you have to type uh-huh. it in on the number keys on your keyboard if you're playing with right. keyboard. Which uh, And you spend about five minutes trying to click it. Trying yeah, to exactly. Move, like move trying to figure out how the yeah. hell do you interact with this thing. And then turns out you uh-huh. can't. Well, you just type it in. So that was also, another little it gripe. it wouldn't let me uh, use the numpad to type it oh, in. Oh, you had, had to use like the, the top row. row over. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's I had to use thing. the number row yeah. and not the numpad. And that, that got me a little bit because... After I restarted it, after I unplugged the controller, I restarted it, and I started it back up again, and I was just like, all right, now what? <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, what's, what's yeah. interfering now? So and it's like, definitely... oh, let's use the number row. Okay. It's definitely an incomplete game. It needs fine-tuning. Yeah. This it's is a, just demo. a demo. Yeah, Those exactly. are fine demo problems to have. Exactly. Like, there's nothing that really uh, takes from the experience at the end of the day. Just little tiny gripes. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, I would say would I play just one more level, but I mean, I the game's completed. Um, I played the whole demo, yeah. I would play the full game. That's what I was going to say as well, yeah. If he decides to release a full game, I will for sure buy it and play it, no doubt in my mind. Like, yeah, really excited to see what he ends up doing. Right, exactly, yeah. Keep doing um, it, man. Yeah, If you're definitely. listening, that's possible. That's, it's yeah. possible that Kenobi will hear this. I mean, I feel less likely, <laughs> uh, not less likely, I feel it's still very unlikely um, it's very unlikely, but it's more likely than Markiplier. Right, right, yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so um, like, I tried to find him, like, on Twitch at one point, and, uh, right. like, I I just couldn't find him. Mm. Um, I do Reach see, though, like, I, I, I looked at, like, other games he made. He did make one other adventure horror game, um, okay. like, a year ago. I haven't tried that one out, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't What's mind maybe called? trying that one out. That one is called uh, New Message. Okay. Um, it was made for another game jam back in 2019. Um, gotcha. So I, I don't I know what say, that yeah, one's yeah, about or if it's any good or not. But uh, shout um, out, to, shout out to Kenobi. Another title. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, he actually has a Twitter account um, okay. linked to that game, but not to the other one for some reason. Looks like okay. it's inactive, unfortunately. So maybe he uh, left okay. that group or something like that. But Deep Fried Games. Right. Um, okay is uh, the Twitter account uh, at fried underscore game, specifically Brazilian Indie Game Development Studio. Um, Was Deep Fried Games the same person to make One Night at Fun? I don't think so. (laughs) I I, I know that's something random. I feel like it's Uh, it's, it's popping up out of the deep recesses of my cerebellum. I mean, they don't have anything on Twitter about that, at least, because they only have like 10 tweets. Um, But anyways, like I said, I don't even know if the guy still works with that specific studio or anything like that. Right, right, um, right, but that's like that's the only lead I have right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyways, yeah, no, no um, that's it that's not, it. It was not the studio that yeah that made that game. That's it. It oh, was a it, excellent game. I just wanted to one. I wanted somebody to talk to it about it. That's why I right. I suggested it for this game jam. And two, I wanted to bring some sure. level of awareness with the like three people that listen to our podcast. So yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, if you are Absolutely. one of the three people that actually listen to this podcast, especially yeah. if you're one of the people who actually listened to the whole thing, thank you so much. Seriously. Yeah. Um, thank you. We, We're about seven episodes in. Yeah, and we just we just do this for fun. You know, We don't expect this yeah. to blow up. We don't expect to be the next Markiplier or PewDiePie or anything like that. Um, but, right. you know, it's we still... We do, however, expect to be the next Jackson. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> but no, like, we do... We, we just do it for fun. And uh, right. it's really amazing uh, to me, and I, I believe I speak for Jonathan here, that, that people do listen, even if it is just a couple yeah. people. Um, and Because we average, we average about six or seven views, and two, or two to three of them are just us. 
Yeah, I would so, say between three uh, and four of them are us. Between because I have to watch it once to get like a uh, a thumbnail yeah. for it, and then I usually right. make sure that everything comes out okay. And then I, yeah, I imagine yeah. John probably checks it out. So it's about three or four. Of them usually do. ends up being us, yeah. but there's still a few other views that yeah, we end up getting. Out. Which uh, again, we just we just really appreciate. It's just two yeah. dudes talking about video games on the internet. We're glad. Uh, right. So glad that y'all could spend some time with us and greatly yeah, appreciate it. Definitely. Yeah. Like 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 I always say, thank you so much for listening. You didn't have to, but you did anyway, and we appreciate it. We appreciate it. We really do. Um, but I think that's pretty much it for the Halloween special here, right? Um, yes. October's pretty much over at this point. By the time this comes out, it'll be uh, the it last be. day of October. Um, yep. So we're, I think we're done with the spooky, with the spookies Happy for now. Halloween. Um, so I think we might have mentioned it uh, on the last podcast, but what are we playing yeah. uh, next week, Jonathan? Well, kind of a half week from when this comes up. Yes, uh, next episode of the podcast is going to be about Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. We talked a little bit about it, and we decided to do the Insane Trilogy version, um, just because that was easier for us both to get our hands on. Um, So we're going to be doing the first game in the Insane Trilogy on the next episode. Yes, we both own that version on Steam, so it's nice and exciting. We'll stream it if we want. All that sort of thing. Um, Right. And then uh, we might circle back to the originals at another time. But yeah, yeah, it'll stay on our list of backlog games to do. So yeah, at some point for sure. Um, which yep, yep, yep. brings me one more thing. If anybody happens to get this far and see this, if you ever uh-huh. have suggestions for games, we do have a Twitter account for the podcast itself. Just one more oh, podcasts yeah. is the, uh, the, the name of that one. Um, and right. that's for right now, it's just for this podcast, but if we decide to make more in the future, that'll just be like one hub for updates on all the different podcasts. So right. if you have uh, suggestions for games you'd like us to play, or if you're an indie developer yourself and you would like us to, uh, possibly no guarantees, Review of course, no game. promises, but possibly take a right. look at one of your games or something like that, then, yeah. uh, by all means hit us up. We love spreading awareness for retro games and indie games and things like that. So, uh, yeah, yeah gladly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we, uh. We only have one suggestion so far, Christian. Uh, yeah. The Dorse Lady has suggested Earthworm Jim. Yeah, that's true. She so did. She did just earlier today. Future. Which uh, I yeah. am more than happy to put that on the list. I don't think I currently own that game, but I should be able to get my hands on it easily enough. So I yeah, would be glad really to do the Earthworm Jim. It's the Earthworm right. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Them old <laughs> Earthworm Jims over there. Yeah, I do the Earthworm Jim. <laughs> it sounds like some dance from the 70s or something. Should everybody yeah. do the Earthworm Jim? <laughs> yep it is that's what the game was based on but john where can we find you at bud <laughs> you can find me on youtube i uh by the by the time this episode comes out actually by the time the uh sorry by the time this episode comes out i will have uploaded the some of the stream highlights of silent hill mm-hmm. uh when uh that was my experience playing silent hill and uh you can also find me on twitch i will yep. be streaming silent hill in the future uh at some point throughout the week probably also before this episode comes out um, I will have streamed Silent Hill a second time. I, I'm just in the mood for it. The Halloween type game. So that's what I'm feeling. And uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram, John Dorsey. Uh, Twitter is John Dorsey one also known as the Dorse Man. And Instagram is just John. Yep. Probably, I think it, John start, Dorsey one wasn't it, on Twitter? Yeah, I I should start dropping links, you know. Yeah. On, uh, well, <laughs> and again, I do make sure to put the links on them. every YouTube video. The links are always linked yeah. down below. And yep. um on uh whatever your podcast platform of choice is it should be there somewhere a link some podcast platforms unfortunately don't keep the editing the formatting to the text that i upload so depending what platform you're on you might have to search through a ugly uh, lump of text um but it is down there though the links if you ever want to 
check him out mm-hmm. or me. Um, I also have yeah. a Twitter. Um, it's at stream the steam. And I also have a, a YouTube account, of course, stream all the steam on YouTube. Um, and it's mostly uh-huh. just VODs of things that I have played on um, on Twitch that I upload, whether it's for the podcast or just one of the games I'm playing personally. And of course, my right. Twitch is uh, stream all the steam where we uh, we stream ourselves recording these episodes as well as um, I just do whatever games I feel like playing and things like that. So, uh yeah, right. join us. Come uh, come check us out. There's also a Discord channel. I'm not going to plug it directly, but there is a link if you, uh, for some reason, want to join the Discord. It is almost completely dead right now because there's only like a couple members. So uh, most updates end up going up on Twitter instead of Discord. But if the community grows and wants to interact on there, then yeah, it'll be a place where we can all be a little more, a little more personal. So yep, yep, yep. thank you so much, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much. And uh, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. Bye bye, y'all. Bye bye.